Tupperware maven, entertainer extraordinaire, everyone's favorite aunt, Aunt Barbara. This is The Focus Group. Stay tuned. It's the savvy side of 9 to 5. Listen. Bueller. 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 Laugh. (laughs) And learn. Negotiation. This is what you do in business. This is The Focus Group with Tim Bennett. S-T-A-U-N-C-H. And John Nash. Keep your clothes looking neat and clean. We're all business. Except when we're not. Hey, welcome to the Focus Group. Tim Bennett here. That's not sweat, it's water. John said that I was sweating. <laughs> but I, I went and I wet my hair. But I don't think I gave myself enough time with the fan. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, hey, everybody, welcome to this live edition of the Focus Group. We're here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. East. Thanks for joining us through our Facebook page, if you're watching our Facebook uh, feed, which is Focus Group Radio, or on our live stream on our YouTube channel, which is also Focus Group Radio. And thanks to everybody who's been tuning in and listening to our audio podcast, TFG Unbuttoned on Tuesdays, which you can find everything about uh, John and I and all our programming at focusgroupradio.com. Did I bang the focusgroupradio.com enough? Formatics have been nailed perfectly. Oh, focusgroupradio.com. That's all I need to know, right? And so you heard, So we're going to, uh, I know we did some promotion on Facebook and uh, a lot of people are excited about uh, a guest that we've had, probably one of our most beloved guests, uh, Aunt Barbara, is back and, uh, and doing her Tupperware, and she's uh, decided to join us. She'll be on after we do our usual banter and our, uh, our business birthdays and caught my eye and all that other stuff. Yeah, Tim's been, we've been very excited about this, and Tim's been working, this is working behind the scenes to get Aunt Barbara back on. Well, it's a busy you know, schedule. You know, and it, of all our guests, we've had other requests for people want other people to come back, but uh, she's, she's number one when everybody asks they want, uh, when's Aunt Barbara coming back? Aunt Barbara so. comes on all, it comes up top of the heap. So we're, it's the day after the... Big election. Big election. You know, uh, America has spoken. (laughs) (laughs) America's a racist country. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, everything's fine. Everything's great. I um, did you you didn't did you watch the results? You know, I voted uh, mid afternoon, and the polls were pretty crowded. Even even you know, I consider the most crowded would be probably um, pre work and and post work. But you know, I was able to get out and do it around lunchtime, and they were still crowded. Um, and then I just ignored it. Yeah, you because, were good. You know, because I thought, I and I, I told uh, the boys in the booth, we have Garrett on audio, we have John on video. Guys, good to have you on board. How you doing today? Did you boys vote? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't know about that, Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> I was working all day. Oh, all right. Well, you know, that's what happens in some of these blue states. People feel like they don't have to, they don't have to, vote, have to yeah. vote because it's going to be, going to be, you know. I, know I, I, I had my, uh, my cheat sheet I knew who I was voting for. I had voted in the primaries as well. One of the reasons we Did talk- you split your ticket? No, no, no. But um, there were some races that had an independent candidate or a, oh. a Democrat and a Republican. And, and in one case, the independent was the incumbent. For It was the state assembly in my case. And I had specifically been, you know, bombarded by the Democratic Party that, no, don't vote for the independent because the independent caucuses are the, Repo- you know, right. <laughs> it was one of those deals. So um, so I did my civic duty. I had my sticker on for a while and everybody was, yeah, and I went to the laundry room later, late afternoon, early evening at the end of the day. And I, I met a woman in the building and we were talking about the whole thing. And she's like, I'm not going to watch because the last time we had an election, I was at a party and the party just kind of died when, when, 
the results. And she said, and there's a superstition. And the Times actually talked about this, too. There's now a superstition about getting together. With people and friends. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? I, I wanted to, uh, I'd like to have the sticker business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some places were running out of the stickers, and right? I yeah. voted. I voted. I voted. Yeah, everybody putting them on on Facebook. But I was uh, I was surprised by some of the outcomes. I really was um, most disappointed about the Texas race. I liked uh, O'Rourke. O'Rourke. I liked him. A lot of people are talking about him as a potential presidential candidate in 2020. I don't know. I don't know if you if you don't win the senatorial race out of your state, I think it's a it's a hard slog. Although he's a very attractive candidate for a lot of reasons, but um, as I said to a friend, Texas remains Texas. It's it's our biggest market, thanks to all our Texas listeners. It's our biggest audience. Diverse state, but it's um, very diverse it's, state. Uh, a tough slog to yeah. be anything but a Republican there right now. You're a political junkie. Yeah. So you were watching. I was on nonstop. I had it on all night. You probably had Steve Kornacki working the board. If this happens here, if that, and I just decided we. I think we watched. Well, <laughs> what did you watch? We watched good runs. We watched a few good men. Uh, I think Ovation had it on, and you know, it's one of those. It's one of the rare Tom Cruise movies that I could actually. There's a couple. Minority Report is one of them. Um, a few good men, and there's a one or two others that I could. I'm like, okay, I'm cool with Tom Cruise. Uh, you know, and the, I, the minute I left the channel to go check the results, it was when Jack Nicholson's on the stand. You can't handle the truth. The scenery finally breaks and confesses to giving the code red. So, so uh, you might notice John and I are in blazers today. Blue blazers. There's nothing wrong with a blue blazer. Everyone knows that if you put on a blue blazer with a pair of jeans and a nice shirt, it'll take you anywhere. In fact, I would expand on that rule. Every gentleman, every man needs a blue blazer blazer in their wardrobe. So we're happy to welcome Peter Millar to the show. And if you go to PeterMillar.com slash focus, John's going to tell you about an offer. And John's going to show you his updated, uh, the uh, blazer you have on, which is called what, John? The Excursionist. The Excursionist. And so Peter Millar, if you're not familiar with him, it's a, uh, a, a luxury American brand. They've got great casual clothes. They have a, a great premium line of golf attire. They also, which I love, have a big selection of college and collegiate gear and accessories, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which I love. And I always wondered why more companies don't do that. But uh, we're, we, I have on one of the plaid shirts, which I love because I love plaid. And uh, you know I'm tactile, so I like the way things feel. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel right to me, I won't put, I won't go further with it. So um, they had sent us some clothing we wanted to tell you about, and John's going to explain the blazer. Yes. So the excursionist is this. You might have seen me in this actually. I have been wearing it since September. We wore it when we were down at Herndon doing the VW. Did you dry clean it yet? No, you don't need to dry clean it. You just hang it. Wrinkles come out right away. It packs beautifully. So here's the deal. I've always believed in the one in the blue, the blue blazer rule. You could dress up a blue blazer yeah. with a pocket hanky, whatever. And my go-to blazer was a different, it was a, a Paul Smith. And I can tell you this, you knew when you were wearing my old blazer because of the shoulders and the weight of the material. This this blazer is just, I feel like it's a second skin. And I, you know, <laughs> you're going you're to th- think I'm making it up, but I love this blazer. So John, if you get any closer... I'm going to show you some. John could do some camera magic, maybe. I'm going to show you there's all these pockets pockets in here. And 
uh, lighting. Okay, there we go. So there's a pocket for your cell phone. There's pockets for wallets and keys. There's a side pocket for maybe your passport. There's more pockets over here. There's more places to hide things. And the shoulders are beautifully constructed. It hangs really well. It looks It fit me like a glove in the, the minute I got it. I loved it. So I can't recommend enough The Excursionist. And if you go to Focus Group, uh, Ray, uh, sorry, if you go to petermillar.com slash focus, F-O-C-U-S, and you order from the site, you're going to get a free leather travel caddy, and I think free shipping as well. Free shipping, yep. Um, so again, it's uh, petermillar.com slash focus. And I, again, can't say enough, comfort, quality, style, and versatility. I wear this with jeans or with slacks. And as I said earlier, I've been wearing it for a couple months now, actually, and, and it's I got love, a lot of compliments. What I love about it and all the other stuff there, it's timeless. And so it's, yeah. t it's timeless clothes, but it's for modern times. And uh, I just love, you get what you pay for. I always say that to everybody. It's worth spending the money for good quality items that you could wear for a long time and that travel well and when people compliment you on now them. The so. travel well part, this will be going with me in December to London when we go celebrate. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to Paris. Birthday. <laughs> he wants to speak English, so it's London. Is that the problem? <laughs> so you want to say one more, one more time where yeah, you get so, the offer, and then we'll you know uh, make your way over, make head over to Peter Millar, P E T E R M I L L A R dot com slash focus. If you order from the site, you might want to check out the excursionist, which is what we're wearing today. And Tim has a beautiful shirt on. I got one too from Peter Millar, but it has some green in it, which would have been invisible against the background. <laughs> but it's uh, Peter Millar com slash focus again petermillar.com slash focus and you can get a free leather travel caddy with your order and free shipping so thank you peter millar thank you so mr nash what caught your eye this week what caught your eye here's what tim and john found so i'm a big fan of nonsense <laughs> <laughs> this is why i love this guy cut through the clutter right I dragged Tim to see Devil's Tower on our cross, our Seattle to Denver trip. It was Wyoming, and you ended up loving Devil's One Tower. One of the best stops we had, but yes, I was not pleased. At the, yeah, I remember when we were planning that trip, and I'm like, I want to go here. You're like, have you seen how many hours that's going to add? But it took us eight hours out of the way. So I love things that are kind of like like that. Like yeah. in the middle of nowhere, there's this big thing called Devil's Tower. It's the center of a volcano. Everything else rotted away. So I like weird objects. Is that what it was? It, it was the, what they call the caldera core? or the scent. The core, exactly. The core of the vault. And that's why it had all those grooves along the side. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a rock. <laughs> that, that they used for closing cons of the third kind. Yeah. So what caught my eye was a statue that is that is being unveiled in India. And it's a statue of Sardar Patel. And uh, he was a popular political and social leader who was part of the freedom struggle that resulted in India's independence from the British colonial rule in 1947. It's the tallest it will be the tallest statue in the world. It, it's about double the height of the Statue of Liberty. We're talking big. I was going to say, when I saw it, I thought it might have been something out of North Korea, oh like Kim Il-sung or something. It dwarfs. like so, so if you're if you're lucky enough to be watching on YouTube, we have some pictures of it with scaffolding around it. And you could tell it's big. <laughs> it's not. So looming at 597 feet tall above the Nar Narmada River in the western Indian state of Gujarat, the statue is set to be unveiled, or it has already been unveiled. 
and uh, it's molded from approximately 1,850 metric tons of bronze. So they used a similar principle to how the Statue of Liberty was built, and it was all put together in pieces. Here's a little picture we have of people on the foot of the statue. The thing's amazingly huge, right? Okay, look at how big the toe is. All right, so built with funds allocated by the state government, it has also received support from the federal government and individual contributors in India. $410 million to build this guy. There's a museum at the base of it and a complex as well and a research facility. Oh, and they noted a three-star hotel. Hey, listen, you know what the problem's going to be with that? Did you see the picture of the, all the, the, the creases in the pants? That's going to be great for bird nesting. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> Did you see all the creases in the... Look at those pants. I mean, so you see where all those little... That's going to be a great place for birds. I bet that's going to... They're, they're going to have a bird problem. Mark my word. <laughs> bird problem. So, of course, there's some criticism, and why, why wouldn't there be a $410 million statue, twice the height of the Statue of Liberty in India? Many in the region thought that that money would much better serve the farming community or the, uh, for agricultural use or, or projects that would be better suited to increasing productivity in the infrastructure of the area. In um, India? Yeah. Why start now? <laughs> and, and then at the very end of the article, they talked about a statue that was going up in um, Mumbai, and it was going to be of Shiva, the famous war, the famous you know? Shiva, Shiva, oh. the famous warrior. Uh, and it's, uh, that's going to be like 202 meters, which I think is going to be 700 feet. I mean, it's crazy. Oh you know, I wrote, a, I wrote a note to myself. Do you remember when we were kids and we learned about the Colossus of Rhodes? I don't. It was I the lighthouse that. at Alexandria, which was a statue that had a, a, a that spanned the harbor, and people were, you know, these are the seven wonders of the ancient world. Remember the Hanging Gardens of right. Babylon, the Colossus of Rhodes, the lighthouse at Alexandria. These were massive statues. Suppose I was always fascinated. Now we're getting them back, I guess. Well, we need a big statue in the U.S. Then maybe you can do one. <laughs> okay. Who would we do a statue of? Oh boy, we never we all Washington. I don't know. We'd all fight about it. Remember all those big heads you did a story about? Yeah, the, the heads of the presidents. Weren't those down in Virginia or something? We or? Moved them from some theme park to somewhere else. Yeah, we should have bought one. I don't know where we would put you. You could have put it upstate. <laughs> Been right in the front yard, right? Yeah. So what caught your eye? So you might have seen this on CNBC, but the the title I laughed at it. But it, you know, it's it's uh, you and I have talked that we're surprised the whole Me Too movement hasn't expanded quicker into corporate America. Yeah. Because talk about right for the picking. Oh my goodness! I mean, we've got stories a mile yep. long, of mile and of, a half long right, of problems. <laughs> so this title says Under Armour employees are no longer allowed to expense strip club visits. So apparently, you could for ever since Under Armour started. Um, use your corporate credit card and Scores, which is a famous strip club, is right down the road from their Baltimore headquarters, and they would entertain a lot of clients or employees or um, different folks that would visit. They'd go down to Scores and they would charge up thousands of dollars on the corporate credit card. Okay, so sidebar. Yeah. Anybody who owns a business or does their own bookkeeping understands that that type of expense would be entertainment and dining. Yes. So the company's allowed to take 50% yeah. off the top, but then the rest they get taxed on. Well, yes. and But there's a way now, because I only know this from one Is of the attorneys. liquor or something? This used to happen at Subaru quite a bit. Okay. And there's a way that a lot of these strip clubs or gentlemen's clubs will put a... Um, 
it might be it might say ABC Golf Lounge. I mean, they have a different label. Okay. So it doesn't say Score Strip Strip Club or whatever. Hooter. Right? Yeah. You know, okay. Hundred dollars champagne, and then it, so it's all very innocuous, somewhat. So anyway, the 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 president of the company, though the founder, a guy named Kevin Plank, he seemed to be upset that this was going on. Was somewhat surprised. Yet people said he should not be surprised because he was one of the biggest offenders. And uh, they talked about how they've had a number of women that have made complaints about a lot of the senior level men that were really just his buddies that he put into positions of power there and how women really weren't treated well at Under Armour. But it's getting better, despite the fact that a bunch of women have recently left the company. It's getting better. And the head of HR was a female and she's being replaced by another female. And they're saying that they, they, they were... They don't condone this sort of behavior, but understood it might go on. And so I laughed because the Wall Street Journal did an expose on this. And they said, for instance, about the behavior at Under Armour, they said, former employee, employer, excuse me, former employees said, one annual event in particular illustrated some of the problems at Under Armour. Kevin Plank, the CEO, for several years would host a party for executives, athletes, and VIP guests at his horse farm in Maryland on the evening of the, the eve of the Preakness. Though invitations were limited to executives, the company event managers also invited young female staffers based on their attractiveness for their appeal to the male guests, according to former employees. A practice the event manager called stocking the pond. <laughs> so they were told to stock the pond. Oh, my God. Some people who attended oh last God. year said they were uncomfortable because the company had also brought in go-go dancers wearing cutoff shorts and midriff tops. Mr. Plank didn't hold the event this year. <laughs> and he said this character, he's quotes, this characterization misrepresents the tasteful nature of my annual Preakness party, which includes teammates, significant others, partners, athletes, and public officials. But um, I laughed. Why do I suspect that the Wall Street Journal's profile was probably the accurate depiction of the party? Yeah. Yeah, and then, then they go on and they talk about scores and how it's, it was a favorite of theirs and the hundreds of thousands of dollars that were spent over the years from the C-suite. And uh, it, it reminded me of a story I think I told before when I was at Subaru. I could see this happening so so often because there was a condo in Park City. I took over this job managing the U.S. ski team. And there was a condo in Park City, Utah, with a mystery worker that was there. No one knew what this person's job title was, but I was going to do it. And I remember going to my boss, and you know who my boss was. Uh -huh. And I was going to him, and he kept getting irritated. And I said, you need to give me the job description. Human Resources wants me to write this job description for what I'm doing. But this person's based in Park City. I don't understand what they're doing. And he looks at me and goes, that job's responsible for stocking that condo full of pussy and booze. And I said, well, That's I really, it. That's <laughs> I said, it. well, I really can't write that in my job description. No. So... But they used to, the ad agency in Dallas would take out the executives to the gentlemen's strip clubs all the time. The women obviously weren't invited. We had women, senior marketing women. They would get upset because these would be after-hours things where the men would get invite, invited quietly. But also happened with golf. They'd go out golfing, and the women weren't, weren't invited. I never got invited to the strip clubs. <laughs> I did, I did once in Indianapolis at the plant, all the plant guys we, at where the plant was in Lafayette, Indiana, took us to a strip club, and uh, a couple of us were just mortified. It was, as you can imagine, a strip club outside of an auto plant, what that was like. I, the only time I've ever been to a strip club was, at a, was for a bachelor party, and we went down at some place. It's still there. I think it's called New York Dolls or something, downtown. New York Dolls. And it was these 
the stage, and then there are these card table, like these long tables that guys are sitting at, and they'd crease the bills and put the bills across. I mean, there's a whole routine, yeah. right? So this woman comes out, and she had a leather bodice on and a string of pearls and these thigh-high black boots, and we're, like, clapping and cheering. We're like, oh, my God, you are fantastic. And she's doing her thing, and people are putting the bills across the table. Then she ta- she leaves the stage, and she comes out of the back, and she comes near us at the bar, and, and my friend Pat goes, oh, my God, he goes, darling, you were amazing. And she just looks at us for a second, and she goes, "She goes, no offense, but you guys aren't straight. We're like, no, no, we love your costume. <laughs> your whole routine was fantastic. Routine. You're on point. The pearls, the boots, the whole bit. So that was my only experience with that. But it seemed, it seemed to me to be... I don't know. I, I just sat there and I thought, and I, I was so fascinated, almost like Margaret Mead or a sociologist. I was like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> but the, you know, the, the, and then that's why I, I said the whole thing about corporate America that you and I talked about, uh, about this issue of it is that even when I would travel to Japan or go on these trips, a lot of these guys would do these sidebars and there was a lot of other activity going on. And if you weren't part of it, you know, obviously, you're not going to take this yeah. the, the senior a senior person uh, that's a female to the strip club or something. But it always made this uncomfortable situation. And then you knew what's going on because then there was all the whispering. Oh, we're going to yep, go here. Yep, we're yep, going to go yep. there. And uh, I never did it in Japan. I, I remember the one guy I was with said he didn't feel we needed to be that pathetic to pay women to talk to us. Because in Japan, you go and you pay for money to for women to come Just over and talk. talk to you. He's How, like, I'm not that sad. How I'm was your that. flight? You know, John, my friend. <laughs> John did not need to have someone John come and over. Bill and I are like, no, no, we'll go back to the hotel and have a nightcap, but we're not going to go pay some lady to come talk to us. <laughs> I mean, you're that pathetic, you poor, sad, married thing. Have a lady talk to him. You, you just strike up a conversation sad, anyway. Very sad. Anyway, so that was that. Business birthday. Everyone does celebrity birthday greetings, but the Focus Group is the only show in the universe, universe. that celebrates business birthdays. This is one of these, well, let me tell you the name. Eleanor Josephine Medill Sissy Patterson Countess Gazicki. <laughs> I almost want you to say it again. Eleanor Josephine Medill Sissy Patterson Countess Gazicki. I'm stuck Happy on the, birthday. I'm stuck on the sissy part. Sissy. Okay. <laughs> well, Sissy was what she was known as. Sissy Patterson is what her brother called her. So the name stuck. She was born in this date, November 7th, 1884. She died at 63 years old in 1948. Pretty young. She was an American journalist. She was a drunk. She was an American journalist and a newspaper editor, publisher, and owner. So she was the very first woman to head oh. and lead a major daily newspaper, which was the Washington Times Herald out of Washington, D.C. So she was the very first female to own wow. a newspaper, which was okay. a big deal back Pretty then. Cool. But she was from um, a very, very well-off, established family. She went to Miss Porter's in Farmington. Um, her, her grandfather was mayor of Chicago. He owned the Chicago Tribune. Her older brother owned the New York Daily News. And, publishing um, family, right? Publishing family. She uh, went with her uncle, Robert McCormick. He was ambassador to Austria-Hungary. She accompanied him, and then she fell in love with uh, Count Gazicki. <laughs> That's where the Kaziki Park. Okay. He was a, from the Russian part of Poland, they said. Whatever that means. <laughs> What's the Russian part of Poland? Okay. Back then, you know, the lines were all over the place. So she ended up, much to the family's dismay, she ended up uh, marrying Count Kazicki, and she became Countess Kazicki in D.C., and it didn't go well. They moved, um, she moved over there. She came back. She'd had it. She had, she'd got a job with her, um, she ended up getting a job with William Randolph Hearst. Wow. And uh, he, she was pretty, pretty, um, I guess, pushy. 
would be the right word, but she was really a, an aggressive, ahead-of-her-time woman. And uh, he agreed to make her the paper's editor in 1930, which, again, was, was unheard of. of. Yep. So she was a hands-on editor. She was very specific about the topography, the images, the comics. She also started a society page and a women's page, and she only hired women, women um, reporters. So she ended up, um, the finances were getting bad for her, so she ended up convincing him to buy the newspaper. So she, um, she ended up buying the the, um, what, the paper. Herald, the, the Herald. So it became the Times Herald. She bought the uh, Washington Post and the Herald and merged them together for the the Times Herald. And then she and her brother, they, she took the paper on a far right bent. And they said her brother did too, which I was surprised about. The Daily News and the Tribune. They became very very far right, almost isolationist types of. Um, types of papers. And uh, they were very anti-Roosevelt. In fact, this reminds me of this day and age. They, uh, they had released some secrets about the war with Japan in the newspaper. And they revealed the Japanese naval code and the American naval code in the papers. And they said Roosevelt was furious and indicted them for espionage, but then backed down because of publicity and said he was persecuting his enemies of the press. And um, so if you think about doesn't it sound a little bit like history repeating itself? Uh, yeah, but just as you said it, I thought, oh, the wheel just spins. What old? What's old is what's new. What's old is new again, right? And then on the floor, the uh, Elmer Holland of Pennsylvania, at the floor of the House of Representatives, said the Pattersons were uh, would welcome a victory of Hitler, and that they were Nazi sympathizers. So it went on and on. They said that she she had this ability to talk to horses. <laughs> she was drunk. She's an alcoholic. So she got in a fight with her daughter and the whole deal. But there's a picture on the, the second picture is of the of her house, which I remember seeing. If you've ever been to D.C., it's right on Dupont Circle, number fifteen. That's I where know she that, lived. I know that building. Yeah, that's where she lived. Her mother gave her that. Oh, here, um, honey. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> well, wouldn't it be great to live in that golden age? It's like those old movies. Here's right? a fourteen-room sort of house. So she um, she lived there. She it ended up being where Calvin Coolidge. It was the temporary White House for a while. She moved up to New York and let the the Coolidges stay there while the White House was being uh, redone. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, Charles Lindbergh stayed there, and she eventually willed it to the American Red Cross, who sold it in 1951 to the Washington Club, which it still is considered Today. now. Okay. Happy birthday. Now that's fascinating. That's because I would have if you had shown me the building, and you said this is the Washington Club. Yep. I would have thought it was built as a clubhouse, yeah. but instead it was a private residence that she owned. Yeah, and it was built. It was built by her mom and dad. And uh, wow. but yeah, it's it's. Um, she's one of those people. I, I I skimmed over a lot of her history, but she's one of those people that you just know has a. It's like almost Grey Gardens. Oh yeah, like you know, there's a lot there. If you, somebody wanted to dig into a buyer, not we not we bio. haven't seen yeah. yeah. So, hey, those of you who know, your friends of us here in the focus group know that Deep Discount's a partner of ours here. And uh, currently, they've got their site-wide sale going on. And John and I like site-wide sale because we can go in and find all kinds of different stuff beyond just movies and TV. Of course, they've got all kinds of toys and accessories and vinyl and, and, and T-shirts and dot, dot, dot. But the, um, if you go to focusgroupradio.com, click on the Deep Discount logo and start saving. So this week, I... I picked something selfishly because somebody stole mine. <laughs> that's not selfish. That's pragmatic. I want to replace it. You want it. to replace it. That is but pragmatic. Right. It's absolutely fabulous. Absolutely all of it. So anyone who knows the BBC uh, or the British uh, sitcom Ab Fab uh, are absolutely fabulous. Uh, all five seasons are here. 
Plus, uh, they took seasons one through three, which I think are the best, and they remastered them, cleaned them up, and fixed them. Wow. And uh, there's lots of great bonus footage. It says it comes in a special DV collection of Super Luxe Limited Edition PC-friendly sweetie, a iguana skin clutch bag with animal print metallic look liner. <laughs> Not that you want it for that, but it, it's, uh, you know, Pat, it's the story of Patsy and Eddie, middle-aged um, kind of party gals. Jennifer Saunders and Joanna Lumley are the two leads. And I, I can't even believe I'd have to explain to anybody what AbFab is, but there are people, I guess, who don't know. I, we, we still watch it occasionally. Hilarious. And it, I, specifically the first seasons, one through yeah, three. One through three are the best. My favorite I, we have many, many favorite episodes. Let's just, I'll, I'll leave it at that. But um, it's, it's great quick. pick. You, great pick. Listen, you have to listen oh, to you, the dialogue. And the more you see it, the more you pick up on you things miss. that you missed the first time around. So <laughs> in, a, in a different vein, but in a comedy vein, I think we were on the same wavelength this week because we don't coordinate what we pick. No. For, and it's a site-wide sale. Arr, is Sharky the Shark at deep discount. I just had to get that in. I picked the uh, Larry Sanders show that uh, had starred Gary Shandling, who passed away a while ago. Um, we loved the Gary Shandling show because it featured some of my absolute favorite um, actors, namely Rip Torn, who played um, his producer, and Janine Garofalo was on there, Jeffrey Tambor, this is long before Transparent, etc., and some of the, the fallout from that. Uh, but they used to do a fake show, like Larry Sanders was like a Johnny Carson, and they would have guests on like Carol Burnett, Seinfeld, Alec Baldwin, Robin Williams, Howard Stern, John Ritter, Billy Crystal. So real people, real stars, would, f and it was all the behind the scenes and the writer's room and this weird thing about Jeffrey Tambor was the sidekick, and his whole thing was, hey now! That's, that was his little shtick. And if he didn't get to say, hey, now, he was always upset because am I not on the show? What's going like, on? Like, here's Johnny. That's exact. Hey, now. That here. Hey, now. So my pick was uh, Larry Sanders. And the one that we have here, I, I want to note something. This is the complete, this is a rare thing. Deep Discount has this set, which was released in 2015. It's the one to get. There's another complete set, but apparently that complete set is somehow they did a strange mastering. This is the one everybody points to, and I could only find it at deep discount. So how wow. uh, many are left? If you're a fan, buy them because they may go on. They're going, no going, way. gone. And the release this week is right up my alley. The Incredibles 2. Yeah, I love this. So it's been about 14 years since The Incredibles came out, <laughs> which I, I find it hard to believe. Directed by Brad Bird. It's the par about the Parr family. You know, they're they're undercover. Well, they're living underground as uh, you know former superheroes. I did not see the movie in theaters, so I'm very excited to be getting it on Blu-ray. You know, I watched that with Brian and Rich because they're fans. They love this. Yeah. And the movie got great reviews, by the way. It was supposed to be a really well-done film. Craig T. Nelson uh, still voices Mr. Incredible. Holly Hunter is Elastigirl. And you have Samuel Jackson as Frozone, Frozone, which I love. So, recapping, site-wide sale, Sharky says, go to focusgroupradio.com, click on the Shark logo down on the right-hand side, Arr, and start your shopping. Tim picked Absolutely Fabulous, absolutely all of it, a great collection of their all the series from the BBC. I picked the Larry Sanders Show, complete series on DVD. The one that we showed you here, and, the, and it's a black box, that's the one to get. And the release this week is Incredibles 2 on Blu-ray and, of course, DVD. So what do we say, Garrett? Thanks, Deep Discount. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Are we allowed to say it anymore? <laughs> Everybody. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Everybody, coming up next, 
the most requested guest of the century in the universe. Aunt Barbara will be joining us on set, so get ready for some Tupperware fun. We'll be right back. Brought to you by the Volkswagen Tiguan. Visit VW.com to learn more. Focus on the savvy side of 9 to 5 with the Focus Group. Try, really try. Listen, laugh, and learn with Tim and John. I never try anything. I just do it. Hey, welcome back to the Focus Group. Tim Bennett here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, John Nash. And right before break, John mentioned that in, uh, our most most beloved and most requested guest uh, is giving us the pleasure of stopping by today. She must have jogged over here in her windsuit, the, uh, the extraordinary Aunt Barbara. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> oh, Tim. <laughs> John. How are you? I'm well. You I'm are, and well. you don't. You so when you came in, John and I were were wondering. Usually, um, you know, you had your dress on, and and so things are different. So you have a new a, a new, new wardrobe, a new. Well, look. I you know I try to stay active, and I credit my youthful appearance to you know healthy living. And no one's healthier than my plastic surgeon. So <laughs> I bought this, and I like to go jogging now. I jogged here from the lobby just Did a few you? minutes ago. <laughs> Is that what happened? You see, you got your windsuit on and your your hair. I'm ready to go. I hope it's does your pack does on. your cell phone have enough charge? I don't know if we could even charge that here. I don't know. I tried to text earlier, but it wouldn't go through. <laughs> now, what is that? What is that for? This is my cellular telephone. <laughs> In case you get a call. In case I get a call for a Tupperware party, I'll want to answer it. She could take mobile. Yeah, mobile calls for yeah. for orders. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know new these, era. I didn't know new era. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't know they still work. <laughs> Things work differently. Things now. work differently. Phones don't have to have cords, that's do they, Aunt Barbara? Macro. I like the boys. That's heavy. So advanced, yeah, and it's also a powerful weapon, <laughs> really. So you, um, so how's how's the Tupperware business going? Oh, Tupperware's doing well. I, uh, I I started back in October. I had taken some time off for me, you know, female trouble. And now things are doing really well. Parties are picking up, and I'm having a ball doing it. In fact, weren't you the top? I was the top consultant in October, yeah. So, last, <laughs> so the top consultant where? In, in, the... in Tupperware, in the tier of Tupperware. In the U.S.? Or... In the U.S. and Canada, as far as really? the consultants go. Yeah, there's directors and managers and Grand Poobah. But I was their top consultant. Very exciting. Wow. How has so how old is, is Tupperware? So for people not familiar with with Oh yes. How how old is Tupperware? Well, you were talking about birthdays earlier, and Tupperware is celebrating its 70th birthday this year. Wow. Seventy years. years of sealing with joy. Oh, 70 years of sealing I, I, the freshness, John. <laughs> I was schooled last time on Barbara's. I think I asked a question about lids. Yes. And about burping. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no. Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid. Rubbermaid has lids. Tupperware has seals. <laughs> so we um we actually have a call, somebody who uh, wants to talk to you. So I think we've got, uh, is, is Paul, Paul, and, Mass. Paul and Mass joining us? Is, 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 Paul, is Paul on the... On the phone, I think they're they're trying to connect Paul. Trying, he's probably yeah. It, yeah, they've got to find him. <laughs> it's showing up in there, but so so that so the Tupperware at seventy has it always been 
uh, direct to consumer and, and houses. Can you, can you buy you know, Tupperware in stores now? Well, initially they started selling Tupperware in like the five and ten store. And what happened was people had no idea what to, 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 do, to do with it. So um, Brownie Wise discovered it and said this product needs to be demonstrated. So she really started the whole home party business. Right. And then, you know, years later, people like me have picked it up and have continued that tradition. <laughs> do you have, do you, um, we have Paul now. Do we have Paul? Yeah. Call him. Paul. Is Hello. That, there he is. Where are you? Is this thing on? Yes. Uh, it, now it Hello. is, Paul. Uh. You know, but I, I don't, I never get to watch live, but I made special time today because I had to see your new hairdo. Oh, you're so good to me. Well, I, I went to the hairdresser and got it straightened. It's still a little uh, little fluffy. How have you been, Paul? I've been wonderful. I've been wonderful. I just I don't want to take up much time. I wanted to say hi to everybody. It's been a while since I called, but I watch every single week, and I absolutely adore Aunt Barbara. Oh. It's good to be back, Paul. Nice to hear now, your voice. Now, Barbara, Aunt Barbara, Paul has a, a new a new um, ability. He is he's he is great with pottery. Am I correct, Paul? Is he still there? All right. Well, you guys have fun. I will talk to you soon. Okay. Oh. Well, Paul does pottery now, and I thought, you know, too bad that there. You know, that would not be a good thing for Tupperware containers that could shatter and break. Oh no! Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely you not. Something you like know, that. I mean, you can use glass at home for certain things, but you know, uh, Tupperware travels well. So, you know, um, you're going to do a demo for us after the break. But I, I was curious. So a lot of people now, the trend is people will go out and get prepared foods at the grocery store. Or if you have Chinese delivery, I know where I live, it comes in these plastic containers. And then you can throw them in the microwave. No. <laughs> oh, no, Tim, you can't throw them in the microwave. So that's what I wanted to I ask you about. this quite often. And I hope you're all paying attention out okay, there in TV us. land. Disposable plastic containers, well, first of all, being bad for the environment, you know, Tupperware, uh, pe people can have Tupperware for t uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, so it lessens the impact on the environment. Please don't use disposable containers, Chinese food containers in the microwave oven. They're just simply not safe. A lot of those containers are intended to be heated once, and then that's it. You throw really? Them away. I don't care if you wash it out and throw Cheerios in it, but don't stick them in the microwave. If you notice, they get soft and gushy, and then over time as you're washing them they get brittle and they'll break they're breaking down chemically you don't want that you want tupperware those are certified those can go in the microwave oven <laughs> see i'm glad you i'm glad you said that though because i've been i've been i have tupperware and I, over the years you've given me some great products that i use but i, I always treat them as almost a special Oh, no. Special product. No, no, no. Bust out the good china, right? I mean, we only live once. Use your Tupperware. We're still here. I'm not going anywhere. And it will last forever. It comes with a lifetime warranty. So use your Tupperware, Tim. So we, so we had somebody that sent us a message through Facebook and wanted to know that they had their mom had a bunch of Tupperware. Mm -hmm. And they're missing some of the lids or the... Seals. 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 <laughs> fell into the same I trap that I did. But Aunt Barbara will be gentle with I know. you. Can you that. order that stuff? or is You can order that stuff for, for, for some things. We, they still make the seals. They carry, they carry more of the seals from some of the older popular products. Right. So sure, they can call Tupperware and, and, and describe the bowl to them and even read the... Every piece of Tupperware has a little number on it. So just read the little number to the operator and they should be able to help you. Or well, you can call me when I'm awake and 
and I'll, I'll, I'll try to help. <laughs> you can call on the yeah. cell phone. You can call me between 11 and 11.09, usually a.m., <laughs> five days a week. <laughs> So how do you, you know, I was, um, I was trying to find the phone number for you. So are you, so back when. Well, it's on the bathroom wall, Tim. I know. (laughs) Put it everywhere. Well, back when you were on once before, you had talked about it. Well, you were on a few times, but you you used to only have a certain time people could call to make parties. Is that still? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, gosh, it was, it was just a flurry, really, of, of phone calls that would come in. What I'm doing now is I'm scheduling, really, just the next few months all the time. So people can call anytime, really, to book a party. Absolutely. And how much time should they allot for a party? Is it two or three hours? Oh, no. Oh, heavens no, John. Two or three hours. Uh, Well, usually if I do a party at 7 o'clock, I will show up an hour before, set everything up, sit down with my hostess, go over details with her, make sure she's all prepared. (laughs) And then I greet all the guests, and and then I do my demonstration. And, oh, I'd say it's about three hours. Could go as long as four hours, depending on how rowdy the women are. So three to four hours. How much wine has been served. But those hostesses qualify for all sorts of free Tupperware, half-off Tupperware. It's an exciting Oh, so they host the party. They host the party, and then they get free products for doing so. But that only happens if some of their guests... Well, not if. When their guests come up (laughs) with their larger-than-usual orders. (laughs) I'm there to help them. All right, so what is one of the most popular... And perhaps we'll save that for the demo. Oh, yes. Because you have, there's items that you probably sell all the time mm-hmm. that people are always like, I need more of this. Yes. What is some of the more, what are one or two of the popular things that are common, like everybody has to have this? Well, you have to have the fridge smart containers with that keep your fruits and vegetables fresh longer. That's the one you gave, yeah, you smart, gave us. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially since we're eating more organic fruits and vegetables and you want them to stay fresher longer. And I, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't need a corkscrew um, <laughs> and our can open is great too but the fridge smart keeping your fruits and vegetables fresh are good and microwave containers obviously for Tim so that he's practicing you know microwave uh, usage safely microwave hygiene yeah, microwave hygiene oh I like that I'll write that down <laughs> so, so the so the um, to John's question then quickly about the so contacting you for a party so usually right now you're in the tri-state area of New York New Jersey Connecticut mm-hmm and I, I had taken off your website. Now, I don't know if I have the right information. So maybe when you're doing the demo, you can let, let people know how to contact you if oh, they want to sure. do a party or, or the phone numbers. I used a phone number off your Facebook page. Oh, you did? Yeah, I don't did know if work? that's... Well, I didn't want to... We ha, you know, we have a private oh, number oh, that we call. Yeah, but I didn't want to use that phone. one. No, that's okay. Well, I'm on the FaceTube, or the, the Facebook and the YouTube and the Twitter. And, well, I'm everywhere. So, yeah, they can find my phone number. You're too, a thoroughly modern gal. I, I, I say let's move ahead with demo time. Here I am. Okay, so, and is that... Yeah, so is that the right number? That's the number to call to book 516-477-7704. You've got and you got your holiday attire on. You're going to meet your fabulous for oh, Christmas, aren't oh, you? I Hey, let's take a quick break, and let's get Aunt Barbara set up with some of the new products we want you to check out for Tupperware. We're going to take a, as I said, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Aunt Barbara. Don't go anywhere, because she's not. Brought to you by the seven-seater Volkswagen Atlas. Life's as big as you make it. Visit VW.com to learn more.
focus on the savvy side of 9 to 5 with the Focus Group. And in business a week, I got more money than I know what to do with. Listen, laugh, and learn with Tim and John. Herrera Rocher. He is doing well. That I Love Lucy clip was actually perfect. I've been in business more than a week, and, or only a week, and I got more money than I know what to do with. Love, Lucy. <laughs> anyway, hey, welcome back to the Focus Group. Tim Bennett here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, John Nash. Be sure to go to focusgroupradio.com to learn all about Hello. us. Get some more information Aww. about some past shows. We'll pick that up. Aunt Barbara's here. And John's helping Aunt Barbara set up. As <laughs> John, we're not ready for prime time yet. Maybe though, someday. Oh come on, we're not. So, we're but not that so was buttoned down that we can't pick up a few little. Containers. No, it was great. So, um, so Aunt Barbara is uh, joining us here, and so she, there's uh, as you, if you're following along in the video, you'll see phone number you can reach her. But as she mentioned in our last segment, you can go to Facebook or YouTube or Twitter and find her and contact her and have a party at your own house. We, we were going to try to have a party here, but we couldn't do it with the timing. So one day oh. we'll have to do one though. Well, I I would you know we could do one in the evening time perhaps yeah we'll have to try that invite people so john's helping you put together some uh some goods here and you're going to demo or or talk to us about a few of the products so take it away absolutely well first of all he's opening some vegetables let me tell you first of all this the fridge smart containers Ooh, that that broccoli really takes over doesn't it (laughs) (laughs) you ever have that was that his breath or was that holy (laughs) mackerel (laughs) Our fridge smart containers that keep your fruits and vegetables fresher two to three times longer, right? These are one of my top sellers, and I really push these on people because they've got the wells on the bottom to collect the moisture, you know, because your fruits and vegetables don't want to sit in their own moisture any more than you do. (laughs) And there's a venting system that allows the air to circulate around the fruits and vegetables, thus allowing the ethylene gas to escape. Much so like what? You know, so if th- you put, there's a you put, science to Tupperware that Aunt Barbara yeah. has nailed. Oh yeah, you make science simple. Could you put cucumbers in this? You absolutely can. So if I cut up cucumbers and put it in this, how long would they last? You can, but here's the thing: you don't want to cut your fruits and vegetables until no? you're ready to eat them. You you can sustain them longer in Fridge Smart, but you should wait to cut them until you're ready to eat them and ser- you know serve them. Um, the other thing is washing. You know, when do you wash your fruits and vegetables? I usually wash them and cut them and put them in one of the. <laughs> oh, see, he's doing it. All wrong. And he's using Chinese food containers. Oh in the my goodness! Thank I'm goodness, alive. I'm here. <laughs> no, think of it. Look, listen, studio audience. When you bring your fruits and vegetables home from the food store, you want to put them away dirty and naked. Think of it this way, right? You're going to wash them when you're ready to eat them, Tim. If I had a date on Friday, I wouldn't clean things up on Tuesday, right? You're going to put them in there. You'll wash them when you're ready to eat them and cut them when you're ready to eat them. Okay. Okay. So, and you're going to stick them in Fridge Smart. Fridge Smart. Yeah, fridge once smart. you have them smart. in the Fridge Smarts and they're nice and fresh, look at this. This is our, I, I call it the food processor. You know, I have a Cuisinart at home and it came with a DVD. I'd rather watch A Star is Born. I'm not sitting there watching all that. It was crazy. It came with all these instructions. Look how easy this is. This is one of our choppers. Now, this also comes with the whipping blade that we had, right? So it's a chopper and it's a whipper. Yeah, that's it. We can throw just a few of these little baby carrots in here, some celery. I like to do this at Tupperware parties because generally there's a beautiful vegetable platter that the hostess puts out that everyone pretends to eat, but nobody really does. (laughs) They're going for the crackers. Because they're over there at the M&Ms and the cookies and brownies. So what would you chop? Suggest any of these. Watch this. Holy mackerel. What would you make? uh, Salsa or something, I guess? Let's say you're making a salsa. Uh, let's say you're making a bruschetta. Let's say uh, if you got the whipping blade in there, you could do gravy. You could do um, whipped cream, sauces, puddings, anything. You know, you're making a stew and you want to chop up your vegetables. 
don't pull out knives anymore and chop things up. I'm fascinated Watch by this. I'm, I'm... Now, it has a little engine that you pull, all right? But it's not a lawnmower. You don't need to pull it out here. Just give it short little tugs, John. Watch this. Oh, hold on. It does work. Oh, I jammed it up. Oopsie. Oh, my. That's chopped. You are kidding me. I feel, like, I feel like we're on one of those shows. How wonderful is that? Chopped. This is... Done. Is Done. it easy to clean? Oh, sh is it easy to well, clean? There's Watch a blade this. in there. You got to be careful of the you blade. Pull it out. Be careful of the blade. Right. There is a Children. blade protector. But look at this. How easy is that to clean? It's like a bowl. And oh. we give you a seal. Is the seal yeah, over there? Seal's right here. So you can chop and seal in one container. It goes right into the refrigerator. What does that cost? Oh, wait. But normally thousands of dollars. <laughs> but for you, no, it's. It's sixty nine dollars and fifty cents. Wow. Right, comes with all the attachments and everything. The but wait, blade. there's more. You get a smaller chopper for for spending nine dollars more, and the smaller chopper also has uh, a seal with it. So you pull this out. You got a little blade here that goes inside, right? Well, we carefully move that. Yes, there very careful, on Barbara. I cut myself today. And then you take the engine off the big chopper. It goes on the little chopper. Yeah, let's throw a little something in there. We got some tomatoes here. I am fascinated Aren't by you? this. You want to crush you? these up? Ooh, look, it'll even do a carrot. You can. Th these are so strong, you can chop nuts in here. Okay, watch this. Now it has that skid-resistant ring on the bottom. I could put it down on the table right here and do it on the table, or because I have big oven mitt hands, I could simply do it like this. Look at that. I mean, there's your salsa. You're done in seconds, right? Oh my! Yeah. I, How wonderful! You no, know, I bet that would be great to do guacamole. Guacamole is perfect in here. You know, you're chopping garlic, you're chopping onions, you're making all sorts of wow. things. Wow! Yeah, Love that. yeah. And you get the whole system for seventy nine dollars. The big chopper, That's the small it. chopper, you, and the seals. That all go the seals with it. as well. Everything. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I got. Some oh, don't worry. If people ordered. If so, so is there a particular place you oh, people sure. should contact you if they, they want to order anything? Go to my.tupperware.com/slash/aunt-barbara. My. My.tupperware.com/slash/aunt-barbara. Okay, and then if somebody ordered something from you this week, would they get it for Thanksgiving or oh, the holidays? I would think so. Generally, okay. it takes about a, a week and a half to two weeks. Okay. Yeah. I love that job. Now, this this is another one that I absolutely love. This is our grater. And when you use the grater, everything gets collected in here, and it's measurable. Okay, so you put that. It's also a powerful weapon. So is right? the, you live in the city. People are coming <laughs> in. Get away from me! I'll grate your freaking face off with this. This is wonderful. Yeah, and then that's, you get DNA collected. That right kind of that kind of weapon is a throwback to the cell phone. Oh, it when, is when the city was dirtier, grittier, <laughs> and right. dangerous. You wouldn't go on the subway without one of these. <laughs> Where did the phone Pulls go? off. Oh, I put the phone away oh, for well, now. Sure, again, calls it. You might get calls. Low on battery. Yeah. And oh, look at these. Tim likes these. Who like remembers these? these? Whose mother had these? Did your mother have these? Did your grandmother have these? I think they were in green. What are they? Salt and pepper shakers? They are the world's largest salt and pepper shakers. If you have to fill these more than once in your lifetime, you better have a damn good cardiologist. <laughs> Especially the salt. Yeah, salt. exactly. You know what you could do? You could fill them halfway with marbles, use them as maracas, and pretend you're <laughs> Gloria Estefan. They're really great. And they're still here after all, all these years. years. And yes, Tim, they've come in at numerous colors through the years. They're great for outside because... They drop things. And you then they're a little heavy, so they're not... Yeah. And yeah. you're exactly yeah. right. There's nothing no, going to break around easy. the pool. 
Uh, yeah, no, fill them with water. Use them as weights. I love them. The quick shake container. Now, let me tell you, this, it's not just a measuring cup. It's got this little spinner in here, so we can mix up anything. You powder, can do like gravies, protein powder. Protein shakes, right? Wow. Salad dressings. Now, I get up in the morning, I can throw a little Alba 77 in there. Right, go to here with some half and half and all the way to the top with vodka. <laughs> it's called the quick shake, so I give it a quick shake and off I drive to the food store. <laughs> off I drive. And look, to the because food it's store. measured, I know I can have that much vodka and I'm only gonna take out maybe two or three women in the parking lot. <laughs> Love the quick shake. Do you want something oh, else? Oh, look at this. First of all, this really does go hand in hand with our corkscrew. My corkscrew is somewhere. There it is. Um, oh here, the Tupperware corkscrew. Now when you, they didn't want to spring for a bottle of wine. So <laughs> what you do is you take this off. This goes, the hood goes on top of the bottle of wine. You poke it, right? You screw. You don't have to pull nothing. The, there's pressure. See, it builds up the tension, and then the cork rides up faster than my prom dress. And if you think you've had too much to drink, try to put the shapes in here before driving home. This is the Tupperware Shape Toy. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It's been it's around very popular. for years and years. A lot of people think it's another manufacturer, but it's not. It's Tupperware. Children are attracted to the primary colors, right? They, it teaches them shapes, hand-eye coordination. And when you put the shapes inside, just like this, put it on the top shelf in the dishwasher, dishwasher safe. And that's important because the wow. kids are always blah, 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 throwing up and things. <laughs> Especially, oh. they want to touch everything with Keep their tongue and their mouth. Oh, look at our sassy little lunch handbag. Oh, this I love. That's a lunch Look, handbag. That's a lunch handbag. And it's a sassy it's lunch. It's a sassy lunch. And it comes with a microwave container that would be perfect for you, Tim. And a sandwich keeper, right? One of our classic sandwich keepers. And you can pair it with one of our Tupperware minis. These, these, right? You could put, what, a little vodka in there, throw your salad dressing in there. Those are the Tupperware minis. They used to be called the midgets, but they changed the name to be politically correct. <laughs> so they're, you know, they, yeah. were they called You're the midgets? I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding. They were I called they the got, midgets? Oh, I'm sh they used to be called for years the Tupperware midgets. And I would tell people, where are you going to find six midgets for $15? <laughs> you know, only Tupperware. But here you have the lunch set. And I love this because because much, much like my luggage, you know, you can unzip and look, it expands. It expands to accommodate a bigger load. That's wonderful. <laughs> Lunch, there we are. Oh, no, it's true. Well, sometimes you feel like, you know, sometimes I you're want, hungry. I think I, I'll, I'll be, I'll take a, I'll take a role on an on Barbara's show as just the guy that stands in back of you who's laughing so hard that the head hurts. Like, oh, I, 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 you I, could I always, be my Ed McMahon. Yeah, I could be Ed. <laughs> <laughs> who picks the colors for Tupperware? I don't know, but they change them every few years. Very, Someone very... has their finger on the pulse of what's happening, and they sort of research to see what colors are coming in Someone and out. Popular. I don't know who it is. Of what's happening. Uh, All right, can opener. Okay, one of my favorite pieces of Tupperware. Are we getting a close up of this? Yes. Over All, here? Oh, John's been doing Wonderful. a lot of good camera work. Okay, good. Thank you, John. Now. This is a, uh, an average can of your corned beef hash, right? This is the Tupperware can opener. Now, you know those ch typical can openers, the traditional oh, yeah. can openers, right? I, we, we probably own one. The yeah. ones that have that uh -huh. little, yeah, little rubber handles. You they get rusty the and side. dirty. They get rusty. And what do rusty can openers carry? 
bacteria. And you can't wash bacteria out of rust. So once you have a rusty can opener, you really should throw it away. But most of us keep that piece of crap. And what we do is <laughs> one most day, of right? Us keep that piece of crap. Tim's gonna open up a can of beefarini. He pulls his can opener out. He puts it on the side of the can, and we start turning. And what usually happens? It starts to yeah. slip, right? Yeah. And, you go, and, then, and then bacteria is getting in there. And, and you the go, container he's gonna put that in. Yes. The old Chinese food container. Oh, gonna, it's hard. Break down and some more. Marble. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, he gets the damn thing open after scissoring the can open, and you're yeah. digging it out with a fork, a knife, a spoon. Don't be doing that. Okay. It's disgusting. Um, every can that comes off the conveyor belt at a factory has a seal that holds this lid to the base of the can. So there's no reason to cut the metal open if we can pop the seal. Now I'm going to show you. No how way. It works. Yes, totally. Listen to this. Okay. Now I'm going to show you because what's going to happen is you're going to get this home. You're going to throw away the instruction and go, oh, I know how to open a can. Then you're going to be sitting there going, how does it work? I don't know. I didn't pay attention. Blah, blah, blah. Here's how you do it. Nice and easy. When you get it, the first thing you do is grab it. You'll notice it has two legs. One is black, one is white. Spread them. <laughs> Hold the black leg. It's slightly thicker and noticeably longer. <laughs> the black one. Yes. <laughs> approach your can from the top, not the side. You're going to approach it from the top. You're going to approach it. You're going to mount it and squeeze the legs together. Do you see how I successfully mounted that can? <laughs> now, you're going to hold the legs tightly together, grab the big knob and screw. <laughs> and just keep screwing until it feels loose and easy. <laughs> now, you'll feel something pop, so you spread it and lift. Now, does it look like that can of corned beef hash is open? No. Well... Watch this. Tupperware gives you a little pair of pliers, a little grabber right here. With one hand, you just hold the can. With the other hand, you snip the top off. And look how we, and look, no, ow, no sharp edges. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I can smell that delicious corned beef hash. It does, it never does ever seen. It does have an aroma. But let me show you this. Now, let's pretend this was dog food. And you wanted to give your dog some of the food. You could, right, because he's throwing up on the couch. You'll eat the rest later. You put this back on top. And look, you really, you, you could serve that later. Now, does it look like that can has been opened? No. It doesn't. I could suck the corned beef hash out of here, fill it with dirt, glue the top back on, and bring it back to Stop and Shop. <laughs> <laughs> or fill it with dirt and glue. <laughs> you'll save thousands of dollars in canned goods. But if I wanted to be a nasty bitch, I would carry this in my handbag, go over to your house for a cup of coffee. You go to use the toilet. I'll open every can in your cupboard. Put it back, and in two weeks, your whole family has diarrhea. <laughs> All thanks to item number 1291, our Tupperware can opener. I never, love the I've can opener. I've never seen okay. a can opener like that? that. No, I didn't know you could open a can like that. Mm -hmm. I think that based on today's demo of just a tip of the iceberg sure. of all the products that you, you talk about and sell. Yes. Name this again. Oh, that's the um, uh, Power Chef. Power Chef Premium. Power Chef comes with the big and, and the, the small. small. The premium set. And yes. lids. There's other uh, things. Power that, Chef? Power Chef. I love the Power Chef. And this is like $79. $79. That's on not my bad. Website. It's not bad because you're getting both choppers. And it's also a whipper. You get the whipper blade. So you can make whipped cream? You can make whipped cream. You can make salad dressings, puddings, pie fillings. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It, then, of course, the Stay Fresh. Oh, the Fridge Smart. Fridge, fridge, fridge smart. smart. Fridge Smart. Don't be Fridge Stupid. Be Fridge Smart. And yeah. I my, I'm, I have to get the can 
I, I don't want to call it a can opener. Oh, I, you're right. It's a lid remover. It's a lid remover. Oh, I like a that seal, even more. A seal breaker. A seal popper. <laughs> does it, does, did, it, did it take you a while to master it? No. 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 You grab the black one. Yeah, you grab the black one. Now, are you right-handed, left-handed? Yeah, right. Have they not diagnosed you right. yet? Okay. So it works like good for right-handed, left-handed? Yeah. I've never. And what does this cost? That normally would be what six hundred dollars. <laughs> no, thirty uh, thirty-five dollars. Really? Thirty-five dollars. Let me tell you. Dishwasher. You have safe. people who have difficulty. Um, either they have um, some kind of difficulty with their hands, or right. or no, this is a way know, easier. Uh, this yeah. is so easy to use, really. And you just you mount it onto the can, right? And look at that. This can's already open. But the turning, it's so easy. Yeah, I've never seen anything so like that. So easy. No more pressure pulling that. First of all, there's no reason to cut that metal open. Which is all, yeah, it's a yes. hazard as well. And if you notice, this area of the can opener didn't come into contact no. with what's inside the can. I could open the hash, then I could open baby food, motor oil, tuna fish, doesn't matter. Because it's not coming into contact dishwasher with what's safe. in Well, no, you're not going to put this in the dishwasher. P parts with metal on them like this, you really want to wash this by hand. But the thing is, you really don't have to wash it Because it, it doesn't come in contact. With the food. It's more of a tool than it is, yeah. You you just wow. simply use a little dish soap, rinse it, dry it, put it away. And again, on, and Aunt Barbara schools us in all the right we ways. We learn something every hey, time she comes. It's more of a tool. And I know how tools are treated a certain way and they're kept in certain places. That's and right. And you don't put tools in the dishwasher. That's right. You know, people are so quick to throw things in the dishwasher, and dishwashers can be very caustic. They Do you really want to take Billy really quick? Hey, Billy. We have a call from Billy? Yeah. Hello, Billy. Your eyes are better than mine. Is Billy Aunt there? Barbara, darling. Billy! Hey, girl. I haven't how, talked to you in ages. Oh, how are you? Good, darling. Yeah, I've been laughing so hard about that can topper that I always approach my can from the top. <laughs> oh, good idea. Thanksgiving, darling. we got to talk about what's best to use for Thanksgiving. Well, I th honestly, I think all of the products I'm showing today. Now, I like to make my homemade cranberries, and I'll be doing that and chopping everything that I put in them in my Power Chef. The Power Chef, it really, that thing, let me tell you, it's wonderful. So many With uses. Vodka, a little dash of vodka. You right? could throw a little, I'm not here to judge you. You put in there whatever you want, dear. But I think those are great. And again, the fridge smarts, really for keeping your fruits and vegetables fresher longer. Well, bless your heart, darling. Bless yours. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Billy. So, and, and before, because I know John will recap, but so is that a spout to pour like oh, yes, olive I'm sorry, oil in or something? There's a funnel here, yep, funnel and the funnel's funnel. removable. So if you're making a bruschetta and you want to pour your olive oil in there, if as you're you, doing as you do heavy the pooling, cream, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, and that's right. With you, if you were doing a whipped cream or a yeah. heavy cream, you slowly would add it in. Yep, yep. Wow. Well, I'm Barbara, blade. I am blown away by all that. You know, <laughs> you're a thoroughly modern girl. Terribly excited. I will go off on a limb and say, so you've you've been on our show probably three or four times, and I would say this collection of stuff I'm most amazed with. I always love everything yeah. you bring. Well, this yeah, is I the agree. first I agree. visual. Yeah, we've well, had, it's the right? first visual we've done. Oh. Yes, before I was just on the radio with you. Now yeah. that we've moved into the 20th century, <laughs> it's also exciting. <laughs> I've got my eye. This I think there's a lot of good stuff. So. Let's recap how people can find you. Okay. Um, you, they could go to your, your actual, it's my.tupperware.com slash Aunt Barbara. Yeah. My.tupperware.com. And I think it's a forward slash Aunt Barbara, one word. And you'll find me. You can Google me. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Twitter and the, I think I'm on Instagram. I don't do much on there. But um, you can find me. 
just hunt me down. I tried doing the link, and it, it kept. It, it it didn't connect for me. Which, so. for, which was that? My that? My dot 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 Oh no, no, you must be doing something wrong. It's, <laughs> I'm sure it's I am. Terribly easy. Well, you can I'm do Barbara. it from your mobile phone. I'm Barbara. He puts Chinese food containers in the microwave. Well, there you and are. you're ever going to live there. You can get to your site. Uh, yeah, I, I tell you, I'm just saying. It's all that leech. Well, give give the site again then. <laughs> it's okay. my dot tupperware dot com slash and Barbara. And that's a, and of course you could always Google Aunt Barbara oh, as well. Like this and it would just appear. On and the we're, and Tim, you'll put up the information on Facebook. We'll as have well. it on Facebook, and we'll have we'll put your phone number up. The the uh, slide that we showed earlier had your phone number, but do you want to give us your phone number? Oh sure, it's those listening. Five one six four seven 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 zero four. Five one six four seven 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 zero four. Operators are standing by. You, you <laughs> still? I was going to say that. I was going to say uh, operators uh, are standing by from eleven to eleven oh nine. Can you book a party? Me. Can we book a party for? holidays? you oh, have you, a few dates Well, open? I do. I only have a handful, a very small handful. I think I have three or four dates available before the holidays. But I'm now booking after the holidays. And, you know, people get the winter blues. So Aunt Barbara comes over and we spread a little cheer. We have a little fun, right? What, listen, once the holidays are over, it's like, wah, wah, now exactly. what? You know, just Actually, I'm on the other camp where I'm like, yahoo. When, yeah. the, when the holidays leave holiday town, I'm like, now we can start having fun. So I'm in, I'm in the mood for, I think there should be a Tupperware Super Bowl party. Oh, that would And you could make all your salsas for the Super Bowl right there. Aunt Barbara could mm -hmm. come over and that's a great talk idea. about this football serving containers we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Put the TV on. Mute. I think we might want to have a revisit with Aunt Barbara in around Super Bowl time. I'd like exactly. that. Maybe we should do a live Super Bowl broadcast. Well, we've done those before. Well, now we're live on the v -v 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 video. <laughs> All right, well, folks. We're, we're so proud of you. Oh, thank you, Aunt Barbara. Thank, thank you. you. It's a pleasure to have you. I. I, you know, I've been smiling the whole thing. When I watch this later, when I have to do some editing, I'm just going to watch myself smiling the whole time because I love being near Aunt Barbara. Hey, we want to thank everybody for joining us. In particular, Aunt Barbara, mind.tupperware.com slash Aunt Barbara, or you can Google her and you're going to find her right away. We want to thank John and Garrett. Thank you guys, as always, from our, our guys in the booth. Boys in the booth. I think they put Chinese food containers in the microwave, though. Yeah, yeah see, don't I know, be doing that. Knock it yeah. off. We've learned differently now. I'll help you out. Big thanks to Deep Discount. Sitewide sale. Sharky says, Arr, go shop. And Tim picked Absolutely Fabulous, the entire series. I picked Larry Sanders. And this week is The Incredibles 2. A big fan of that movie. I have to see it. And a big, big thank you to Volkswagen of America. Go to VW.com. Check out all the latest sales they have going. And Tim says, Best time of year to buy a car is the end of the end year. Of the year. Get last year's Deals. model. Good deals. All right. Everybody stay safe. Don't text and drive. Arrive alive. And again, my.tupperware.com slash Aunt Barbara. It's the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Accessible on all platforms. Subscribe, like, and rate us on your platform of choice. Learn more at focusgroupradio.com. That was a stunning focus group.